it's prime time, so you know that Jesus reigns. We hear the word and we never be the same. We speak the truth and we never play it. Welcome to Primetime Faith, the podcast that helps young people activate their faith right now. I'm Jerome Baker, and on today's episode, I want to talk about the strength to move on. The strength to move on. I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version, Psalm 2714. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. You know, sometimes in life, we feel like we cannot take it anymore. We feel like giving up and throwing in the towel. The cares of life, relationships, disappointments, jobs, family issues, or even the death of, the, of a loved one can seem more than enough to handle. But I want you to consider God's word today in the midst of your feelings and what you're going through. The psalmist tells us, first of all, to wait on the Lord. You know, if you're going to get the strength that you need as a young man or as a young woman to move forward, you have to learn how to wait. First of all, to wait, it has a number of meanings, but two in particular I want to talk about. First, to wait means to expect, to hope. You're looking for God to do something good in your life. You're looking for God to do something new in your life. You're looking and expecting God to turn some things around for the better. And if there's anyone that can turn a situation around for the better, it's Jesus. If it's anyone that can cause things to work out together for the good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose, it is the Lord. You just have to get in a position of expectation. Get your eyes off of what you see, because the Bible teaches what we see is only temporary. How it is right now is not how it is always going to be. I know oftentimes you hear young people say it is what it is, but not when it comes to God. We need to expect him to change what we see for the better. Because, again, what we see will only last for a season. It is temporary. But secondly, to wait, it means to bind together. When you're waiting on the Lord to do something, you have to bind your will together with his will. Your thinking, your talking and your actions need to line up with the written and the revealed word of God. And see, when you come together with God's will, God can say you're waiting on him. But when you are pouting, having a pity party, feeling sorry for yourself, that's everything but waiting on the Lord. I want to encourage you to expect God to do something that your eyes have not seen and your ears have not heard. I want you to expect God to cause something good to happen when you get home, when you check the mail, when you hear another report or what have you. Expect God to do something good in your life. Cause your mindset, your conversation and your actions to come in line or bind together with God's 
word. Then he goes on to say, don't just wait on the Lord, but be of good courage. See, when you feel like you're you're not going to make it or you can't move on, that is the time for you to muster up some fight on the inside. You, you cannot lay there and die. You got to get up. Life is going to continue to move forward. And either you're going to stay in a stuck position or you're going to get up and fight against what is coming against your life, your mind, your emotions and so forth. You have to be mighty, be valiant. Paul had to tell one church, be mighty or be be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Get some fight on the inside of you. That's what a person of courage does. Excuse me. One good example in scripture, when you consider David as a boy, when he was getting ready to fight Goliath, Goliath was well experienced when it came to fighting. He was a warrior. He was almost 10 feet tall. He had it going on from a natural standpoint. The text says that David ran towards him. A little boy courageous, ready to fight against Goliath because he knew that the Lord was his strength. And and, and he goes on to say in this text, once we wait on the Lord and be of good courage, he says, then the Lord will strengthen our heart. The heart has to do with a person's mindset, a person's attitude, a a person's talk and choices. He says, then I will empower you. The Lord will strengthen your heart, but you got to wait and be of good courage. How will he strengthen me? He will strengthen you by his spirit, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. God has the power to give you what you need in order to be productive in the midst of what you're going through. I truly believe that the power of God rests in the Holy Spirit. That's why being a Christian or just being saved is not enough. Acts 1 and 8 talks about how when we receive power or when we receive the Holy Spirit, then we will have power to be a witness. And see, in order for you to move on from this position in your life, you're going to need some deutimous power, some God sent power, some dynamite power, some exousia. You're going to need the Holy Spirit. And, and, and the Bible says anyone who doesn't have the Holy Spirit, all you got to do is ask in the name of Jesus. For everyone who asks shall receive. Watch God come in and strengthen your mind, your body and your total being. So how do you get the strength to move on on a daily basis? That's what I really want to leave you with today. I want to give you some practical things as a teenager, young adult, or even adult that you can practice in your personal life to get the strength to move on from a bad relationship, the strength to move on from a negative report, strength to move on from disappointment, or even sometimes you let your own self down by the choices that you make. How do you get the strength that you need to move on? First is found in Luke 18 and one. Jesus said men ought always to pray and not lose heart or faint. See, if you don't have a consistent prayer life, you're going to faint. You're not going to be progressive, productive. You you have to have a time in, in every day of your life to where you give God some quality prayer. 
I believe in those drive-by prayers, I call them, where we pray sometimes throughout the day, maybe for five seconds, three seconds, ten seconds. But you need to have quality time with God in prayer because Jesus said, if we don't pray, we'll lose heart or we'll faint. Paul had to tell a number of churches, pray without ceasing, continue, continue to pray. And, and the old folks used to say, look, you need to pray and pray through. <laughs> you, you got to pray and do what Jude said. You got to pray and allow the Holy Spirit to come down and, and, and cause you to speak in a heavenly language to where you build yourself up on your most holy faith. I still believe in speaking in tongues as the Bible says in Acts chapter number two, but it will be as the spirit gives utterance. There is strength. There is power in prayer. Prayer does not go out of style. Prayer still works. James said the effective and the fervent prayer of the righteous, it avails much. You need some strength. Get back to praying. You need some strength. Get back on your face. Go in your secret place and call on the name of Jesus. Because whosoever calls on that name shall be saved or delivered. And we would be right to say that name of Jesus will strengthen you. The second thing to do to get the strength to move on is to keep your confidence. Hebrews 1035 says, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. See, your parents will let you down. Grandmama let you down. Mima, big mama will let you down. Your preacher sometime will let you down. But there is one person we never need to lose confidence in. Is God. Why? Because everything he promised, it is a yes and an amen. It is impossible for our God to lie. And so we need to make sure that we hold on to God's word because heaven and earth shall pass, but not his word. If God said a thing, he'll do it. Won't he make it good? So don't give up on God. Sometimes we give up on ourselves, but don't give up on God. And finally, if you're going to have the strength to move on, you got to get in that word. David said in Psalm 119:28, my soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your word. There is power. There is strength in the word because the word of God is living. Sometimes, young folk, you got to put that cell phone down, disconnect from that Wi-Fi and grab a hope to God's word. Sometimes you need to pull up your pastor preaching on his podcast or on his YouTube channel and get that word on the inside of you so you can get the strength that you need in order to move on. There is strength in the written and in the revealed word of God. But if you spend more time on your game system, you're going to lack strength. Than you do in God's word. If you spend more time talking to your boo, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, than you do getting in God's word and searching the scripture, you're going to lack the strength you need in the day of your adversity. So you need to make sure that you are in the word. You are a student of the word of God. Make it your business to memorize certain scriptures. Make it your business to get more familiar with the word of God. And when you do these things, you will recognize that God is strengthening your mind, your body, and in your total being. 
pray, keep your confidence and get in God's word. Specifically, the written and the revealed word of God that comes from your shepherd or your pastor. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy. Thank you for every young person, child, teenager or parent that is listening to today's episode. Whatever they're dealing with, I pray, God, that you would give them the strength that they need in order to move on. There was a time in God's word to where, Lord, the the man of God was preaching. And while he was speaking words, the Holy Spirit fell on folk. They were filled. They were strengthened. They were encouraged. Let it happen even to those that are listening now. They're going to make it. You're going to help people to make it through what they're going through. Father, I believe it's so done in Jesus name. Amen and amen. I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I want to ask you to stop by my website, jabmen.com. That's J-A-B-M-I-N. And you'll find links to my music that'll keep you encouraged. My social media accounts where you can uh, engage with me throughout the week. And my email address. I would love to hear from you about how this episode has been a strength and an encouragement to you. Make sure you put your name and where you're from in the email. And maybe I'll read it on an episode. Well, I hope you join me on my next episode of Primetime Faith. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and God bless you.